Hey y'all, so it's me, your girl, Melinda Rackley, the inspiration engineer, and you are listening to the Rise and Grow podcast. So I am a part of a freedom group at my church. Shout out to all of my freedom sisters. And we had a meeting yesterday and we talked about forgiveness. And it made me think about a book by one of my absolute favorite authors, um, Lisa Turkhurst. Now I'm pretty sure I always say her last name wrong, but y'all know who I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, She has a book called Forgiving What You Can't Forget. And that was a very powerful book for me when I was approaching and trying to tackle the subject of forgiveness. I'm not going to read that whole book with you here today, but she also has a uh, devotional. She has a book with 50 devotionals and it's called Seeing Beautiful Again. And it's 50 devotionals to find redemption in every part of your story. So this morning when I went to do my kind of morning Devo, um, it fell on page 159. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. So we're just going to have a time of devotion together. Um, I'm going to read this devotional with you. I'm going to say a short prayer. And then I'm going to challenge you to work on and through forgiveness today. So before we get started, you know the deal. Grab your paper, grab your pencil, or just sit in an area that you can focus and really tune in because this is powerful, okay? So give me 30 seconds and I'll meet you right back here on the Rise and Grow podcast. The Rise and Grow podcast is sponsored by Rack House Writers Academy. Great writers are no accident. Let us help you learn the tools and strategy to become an excellent writer. Give us a call today at 904-530-4254 or you can visit our website at rackhousepublishing.com. All right, my friends, we are back. And the devotional today is titled, When Unchangeable Feels Unforgivable. And again, this is by Lisa Turkhurst, and it's in her book titled, Seeing Beautiful Again. And it's 50 devotions to find redemption in every part of your life. Let's dig in together. When you think better days are ahead, You say things like, I dream of one day being a wife and a mom, or an actress, or a chef, or a scientist. Or, I dream of one day opening my own coffee shop, or writing a book. But when you're grieving over something or someone that was taken away, you wish you could go back in time. You dream backward. Grieving is dreaming in reverse. Instead of hoping for what will one day be, You long for a more innocent time when you lived more unaware of tragedy. So healing feels impossible because circumstances feel unchangeable. See if you resonate with any of these unchangeable situations. When someone takes something, I will never get back. When I have to face not just the end of a relationship, but the end of all the dreams and future plans that were attached to this person, When the pain seems never ending, when the outcome seems so final, I'm not sure how to go on. When someone hurts, not just me, but my whole family. When the reminders of the pain never end because the one who hurt me is family. When they ruined an opportunity I'd worked my whole life for. When they took the life of someone I loved. When they hurt me so deeply and wounded me so gravely, I'll never feel normal again. 
with a grief so deep from all these painful situations, it's completely maddening to think forgiveness should apply here. What would forgiveness even accomplish? Why go through the deep work to forgive if it really wouldn't make any kind of difference? And even if you did decide to forgive, how do you forgive when the ones who hurt you can't or won't be willing to cooperate? I understand all these situations and questions because I've asked them and wrestled through them myself. And while I will be the first in line to raise my hand and admit that forgiveness is a hard step to take, it's also the only step that leads to anything good. Every other choice, including the choice not to do anything and remain where we are, just adds more hurt upon hurt. Here are a few truths I've been learning to hang on to in my heart when I'm struggling to step toward forgiveness. One, forgiveness is more satisfying than revenge. Visit Romans 12 verses 19 through 21. Revenge is you paying twice for a hurt that someone else did to you. You may think that it will make you feel better in the short term, but in the long term, it will always cost you more emotionally and spiritually than you'd ever want to pay. The only thing your revenge will do is add your wrongdoing on top of theirs. Forgiveness doesn't let the other person off the hook. It actually places them in God's hands. And then, as you walk through the forgiveness process, it softens your heart. The peace from forgiveness is more satisfying than revenge. Two, our God is not a do-nothing God. Visit 1 Peter 5, verse 7. I was recently participating in a Q&A session where someone in the audience asked, how can God just do nothing? The pain in her question was deep. Gracious, do I ever understand what that feels like. I remember feeling so disillusioned during my journey with my husband. When you are suffering so much that each next breath seems excruciating, it's easy to start assuming God is doing nothing. But we don't serve a do-nothing God. He's always working. God is always doing something. God is there in the midst of it all. With my husband, God wasn't just trying to change his behavior. He was rescuing his soul. There was never one moment when God was doing nothing. Three, the enemy is the real villain. Visit Ephesians chapter 6 verses 11 through 12. Yes, people do have a choice to sin against us or not. And certainly, when we are hurt, the person hurting us may have willingly played into the enemy's plan. But it helps me to remember that this person isn't my real enemy. The devil is real and on an all-out assault against all things good. He hates the word together, and he especially works with great intentionality against anything that brings honor and glory to God. Oh friend, the heartbreaks you carry are enormous and your desire to undo some of what has been done is so very understandable. 
Honestly, on some levels, that's honorable. It's okay to carry both the desire to want things to change and an acceptance that on this side of eternity, they won't change. You can carry both. You can honor both. Adding truth into our perspective makes even the unchangeable forgivable. None of this is simple. These aren't truths to simply read, but sit with them and sit in them. Until we can dare to walk in it, live it out, and maybe even one day declare it as a truth we have decided to own. Woo! My friend, my sister, my brother, whoever you are, wherever you are listening to this, I hope that that devotional helped you as much as it helped me. And again, that was from the author named Lisa Turkhurst. And the book is called Seeing Beautiful Again. It's 50 devotionals to find redemption in every part of your story. And when I read that, the thing that stood out to me, well, there were a few things, but the thing that just keeps replaying in my mind is grieving is dreaming in reverse. And there's a little quote that I like to say, and it says, the rest of our days are the best of our days which means anything behind me is not the best of me. I don't want to dream in reverse. I don't want to look back and and hope and wish that I could go back and change the past. I can't. All I can do is work to make my future and my present the best that it can be. And that starts with forgiveness, forgiving myself, forgiving others, just working on the process and the, the, the hard heart work of forgiveness. I want to say a quick prayer. And then I want to challenge you to work on and through forgiveness today. If someone offends you, work to quickly forgive, work to process those feelings. And just like Lisa tells us, you know, we have to sit with these feelings. We have to sit with this this reality that we are called to forgive. So let's pray. Lord, Help us not just make peace with things that are unchangeable, but to move forward in the beauty of forgiveness. We know you are not a do-nothing God, and we trust you with all the heartbreak that we'll face on this side of eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, my friends, it's been such a joy to share this devotional with you, and I pray that it blessed you as much as it is blessing my life. Remember that the rest of our days are the best of our days. I'll see you soon. I love you for real, my friend. Bye.